When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to SNZ with Logan Swinkles. It's time to go deeper on a sport that's near and dear to my heart, women's ice hockey. Now, it's not something that attracts a lot of media attention in New Zealand, but I think it should because it's the kind of sport that if Kiwis knew about it, they would get right behind it. And the New Zealand Ice Ferns recently named their team to travel to Cape Town for the WHF World Champs, where they compete in Division 2B against the likes of Australia, Turkey, Croatia, Belgium, plus hosts South Africa. One of the best stories to come out of that team naming is the return of Anjali Malari, and she joins me now. It's great to talk to you again, Ange. How are you? Hey, Logan. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, no, I'm really good. I'm really happy to be playing again I definitely have missed it in the past few years but yeah it's so good to be back and I mean you took the break away from hockey because well you've given birth to two beautiful kids what what was the feeling like for you to be named in their ice ferns uh squad again yeah I mean it's unreal really I'm I'm so so proud to be able to represent New Zealand again it's something that I absolutely love and to have the opportunity again after having kids is just such an honour. And, yeah, I'm just really proud of myself and how I've come back um, after the kids. And it wouldn't be possible without my family support. So, yeah, that's no, really cool. Speaking of support, when you initially made the decision to step away from the game and focus on motherhood, you know, as a key member of the Ice Ferns leadership group, what kind of support did you get from there? Um yeah, well, I was committed to go to, I think it was Romania in 2019, um, and I found out I was pregnant about six weeks before the team left. Um, so I had to pull out kind of kind of last minute. Um, and so that was really hard, but everyone was, the other, my, my good friends on the team were really, really supportive because they knew that we'd been trying for a baby for a little while. So mm-hmm. it was something that I... Um, just committed to hockey because I needed to keep my mind off everything else and I thought if it happens it happens it's great and yeah it did happen that I mean the time that was just before we were meant to leave but that's okay um family family comes first for me so yeah my team were really supportive and just really really happy for us. When you made your debut back in 2011 uh when New Zealand won gold in division four did you ever think that you and you know several of your teammates would be approaching a decade of being ice ferns together? No (laughs) No, I mean, when I was back in that team, I was so fresh and new to the sport that I looked up to the girls that had been playing a long time and they were the ones that said and talked about the effort that had gone into the program and I was so young and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But now now I'm one of those people, I look back and it was just incredible seeing the number of girls at the Triple Star Camp on the weekend. I think we had close to 70 girls and there was just never an opportunity like that for me as a um, 15-year-old, so... It is so awesome to see the progress with women's hockey and um, a big credit goes to Jane Golden because she's done awesome and really pushed it. 
Yeah, I went down to last year's triple star camp. Uh, actually, the women's one, and I was really impressed with everything that was that was going on there. So I imagine it's only gone from strength to strength. With you being back in that environment, in that team environment, as in part of that camp, did it feel like you've never left? Um, kind of. I mean, I definitely felt like I had left because there were so many new faces, and I had no idea who they were. Um, on that game on. Uh, the North vs South game on Saturday night um, I ra- made a real effort to learn everyone's name so I got to know my teammates um, and yeah so it did definitely feel like I had left because there's just so many new faces but then again there's all the familiar faces so yeah it's a bit of both <laughs> <laughs> With Because in that camp uh, for those that aren't aware the idea of it is they mix the senior players with the under 18s and it's all about strengthening the bonds between the two teams and I guess kind of making it seem like you know you know the senior players the iphones the ice phones they're not they're not that scary they're just they're just like us so from that weekend what do you what do you think you learnt about the next generation of hockey players coming through new zealand we they were quite focused on their team to be honest because they're going away quite soon so we didn't do too much mingling on the saturday and sunday um but what i did gather is that they're all a really positive bunch of girls um and that's a really, really important value to have, I think, coming through. They're really positive. They're really keen. Um, and when I watch some of their game, they're all giving it 100%. So that is an awesome, awesome thing to see from that young bunch of girls. Uh, and, of course, from that camp, uh, the Ice Spoon squad was named to, to go to South Africa. So the return is all locked in for you for your first WHF World Champs since uh, 2018. Do you have any personal goals for that tournament? Um, my personal goals at this stage are just making sure I'm as prepared as I can be for the tournament so that I know that I've given it my all. Um, I'm not so worried about, like I've done quite well previously personally with goals and assists and that sort of thing, but I'm not worried about that at all. I just want to know that I've given it my all and I'm prepared as I can be at the tournament and I think all else will come. It's just about making sure I'm feeling strong again. I mean, you meant, you'd sort of touch on that, the goals and assists. Previously, you've been the offensive threat uh, for the Ice Ferns. But coming back into it now, like, do you feel like your game has evolved from that? Um, I think my outlook on it has. I'm not so concerned about all that stuff. I'm just really there to enjoy it. I think the past few years before I had kids, um, it just became like a routine thing more than anything. Um, but having a few years off, I've found a lot of joy in it. Um, being at the Triple Star Camp made me really happy, and it's just so fun playing again. And I definitely m- missed that prior to kids, the joy from hockey. So, yeah, I'm just really enjoying playing, and that's what I want to do at Worlds, just have a really good time. I can, I mean, I can only imagine how hard it is, but... Coming back from from motherhood, having two kids, and trying to get your fitness levels back up, trying to get your you know your body back into some you know the shape to compete at an elite level. Like, what do you have to go through? It is really hard, and I'm not. I'm, I mean, I would love to be at the gym every day, but just having to parent. <laughs> when I come home from work, I work 32 hours a week, um, and I've got the two kids. My husband's great. Um, we do share the load, but I try to do stuff at home, I go to the gym when I can and I go to hockey when I can but it's just about um, and I had a good chat with a physio on the weekend actually really strengthening my core as you can imagine having kids your core just gets absolutely destroyed 
So I'm just really working on that and hoping that the rest of my game will come if I get my core strong again. So that's my focus at the moment. And well, I mean, this is your return to ice hockey, but you're also very heavily involved with the inline hockey scene. How has your continued involvement there helped you with this return? Uh, for me personally, inline is such a blessing because it's in Hamilton. Um, I'm, I live in Hamilton and the closest ice rinks are Auckland. Um, so being close to an inline rink is amazing um, and being able to shoot out 10 minutes and go and play inline is a lot easier than getting to an ice rink, especially around the kids. So inline is a, a great way for me to still be able to move a park, stick handle, just, yeah, move. It's very similar to ice hockey, so, yeah, it's good for my body to play inline. Uh, I played nationals earlier in the year, and um, I committed to that, and we, we won that, so that was really cool. Um, but all the girls are just so supportive, and that's what I love about it. My teammates in line and I are just really supportive of my u- unique circumstances um, because with ice, I don't think anyone else at the triple star camp had kids out of that 70. So, yeah, it's just a unique situation, and um, they are very supportive of my needs at home as well. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's such a huge commitment just doing the travel and everything, I mean, once a year. So, yeah. Having kids on top of that it is quite a big ask. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. That's why I say it's it's one of my favorite stories to come out of this team naming because it's just... Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's so awesome to see. But, you know, with you being away uh, from ice hockey as long as you were, aside from, you know, you sort of talk about the physical side of things with your body, but on on the ice, what, what do you think has been the toughest part of the game to pick back up? I think the hardest thing is that my mind knows what I want to do and my body's just not quite doing it. Um, that is definitely the hardest. I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can do that. And then I get the puck and I'm like, oh, gosh, it's a bit different now. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely things I want to work on on the ice, uh, making sure my body is in shape. But mentally it is difficult because I know what I could do previously and it doesn't quite happen the same way. So, yeah, it's just trying to get back to where I was. Uh, look at looking uh, to the Ice Ferns, because of the pandemic, they haven't played a World Champs since 2019. Back then, they finished second, just one win, one win behind Chinese Taipei. Is there, do you think it's realistic to think that the Ice Ferns will compete uh, for medals in the return? I'm hoping so. I'm really, really hoping so. We're, we've um, had no team come down from high division, so that's a real advantage. Um, Australia will be tough, and I think I think we might play them on the, in the first game, which is probably not how I'd like to go about it, but it is the luck of the draw. So um, I think we can, if, if we prepare ourselves as best as we can and we do have good games, I'm hoping we will walk away with the medal and hopefully that will be gold. I mean, yeah, of course, we would, we would love that. Any, any colour medal, but I mean... Taking on Australia in the same WHF division, I mean, for New Zealand, that that's just so massive because it doesn't seem to happen all that often. You've spent a bit of time early in your career playing over there. I mean, we see the games from the AWHL streamed online so we can watch and see how they go. How do you think they compare to, say, the level in the NZWHL? Yeah, well, having played in both leagues... Um I think the Australian Women's Ice Hockey League is quite strong and I think it's stronger than our local league, New Zealand League. Um, but I think a big part of that part of that reason why is uh, the import players that come from overseas in Australia 
they get quite a few Canadian, North American um, players that come and really boost the level of the league. And we've seen what that does in New Zealand with the likes of um, Kelly Nelson coming from North America um, and seeing the, the how that boosts our league here. And I think it's really beneficial having those players in our league because it really um, forces everyone else to step up. And Australia's been doing that for quite a number of years now. So their league is quite strong, I think. They have three or so in each team. We also had one of our goalies from, when I played for Melbourne, our goalie was from um, North America as well. And so, yeah, the level was just higher. So those Australian girls play at that level throughout their league and we um, don't quite play at that higher level here. So they do have that advantage, but at the end of the day, they are self-funding it and so are we. So you never know what sort of team they're going to have at the World Championship. It could be a very, very strong team or it could be not so strong. So it just, yeah, it just depends at the end of the day which players they can get to play. You mentioned Kelly Nelson there, of course. Uh, I mean, I, I know one day she would love to put on the black jersey and it kind of it echoes what we've seen in the Ice Blacks as well with the likes of, you know, Ryan Strayer and uh, Matthew Schneider have come and they've played in Queenstown. They fall in love with the place as you do and they stay around long enough that they can qualify to play for New Zealand. So I guess you're hopeful that that kind of thing can happen for the Ice Ferns as well? 100%. I mean, I would love to have Kelly on the team. I really got to know at the Triple Star Camp. We haven't really hung out um, as such because we're always rivals. Um, But, yeah, she's a really cool chick, and having that sort of ability to score goals within the team would be such a huge advantage. So I really look forward to seeing her wear the New Zealand uniform in the future. On the other end of the ice, the goaltending, uh, one of the one of the younger players making a name for themselves within the Ice Ferns has to be uh, Lily Forbes. Would you say between her and Lock, Lockie Hyde that the goaltending is one of the strengths of this New Zealand team? Yeah, for sure. I mean, those two goalies are incredible. We're very, very lucky to have such solid female goalies in New Zealand. Um, we've also had the same with Inline. We're very, very fortunate I don't know why New Zealand have these strong goalies come through, but maybe it's just um, they seem to just have some natural talent, like the Grace Harrison. Um, there's a female goalie from Inline, Kendra uh, Manning, now Bedman. But um, yeah, we've just got these really, really good female goalies, and we're very fortunate to have them behind us on the ice because, gosh, they stop some amazing, amazing shots on net. So. Yeah, it's, it's cool to see Lachlan and Lily out there on the, on the squad. I can't wait to play with them at Worlds. Nice. Now, you know, being a parent myself, I, I know I would find it tough to be overseas and away from my daughter for as long as you will be. Are you are you going to have them running on South Africa time so you can, like, FaceTime them and keep in touch while you're over there? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't really. I have, I'm trying not to think about being away from this, to be honest. When I left for the triple star camp, that was hard enough. Mm. Um, we've got a camp in Dunedin in January um, from the 5th to the 9th, so so only a few weeks away, um, just the team. Um, so I've got to be away from them too. I would like them to come with to Dunedin, but domestic affairs in New Zealand at the moment are just so expensive, and we've got to raise money for the, um, the trip. So unfortunately, they can't come with. But yes, yeah, the thought of being away from them for that long is hard. Mm. Um, I mean, my son sees me on FaceTime. He wants me to pick him up. So oh. that makes it even harder. <laughs> um, yeah, it's going to be hard. I think um, my husband will just try and keep them in their routine as much as possible back here. 
and we'll just FaceTime around when we can. You, you mentioned that you need to raise funds for yourself. How, how much do you have to raise to send yourself to a World Champs? So it's um, 3995 but that doesn't include uniform. So uniform, yeah, depending how much I need, because I haven't played for a little while, um, a couple of items. Uh, so it could be yeah, close to four and a half. Oh. which is, um, yeah, a lot of money, especially because the team was named quite late and we go in less than two months. So, yeah, not, a mu- not much time to raise that money, but I'll try my best. Yeah, and I, that's one thing that people probably listening might not realise is that uh, it's, it's pay to play in a, in a sense because, you know, you're not really funded by high-performance sport New Zealand or anything like that to the extent to send these teams over, which is a shame. Maybe one day we'll get there. We'll, we'll see. Of course, uh, I'm speaking with New Zealand Ice Ferns uh, returnee, Anjali Milari, out of, out of Hamilton. Looking at looking at women's hockey, when you think about the future of it uh, in this country, women's ice hockey, where would you like to see the National League go from here? Uh, the National League, uh, I would love to see a team from Wellington. Um, that would be really cool, having another team in the North Island. Um, it's really cool that they've created the Queenstown team because when it first started, that wasn't there. So, yeah, a fifth team would be awesome for the competition. Um, could potentially split Auckland into two regions as well. Um, I mean, it would great, be great for Hamilton to have a team, but we need an ice rink first. So, yeah, a couple more teams in the league would be awesome. Um, yeah, once again, just seeing that many pet girls at the Triple Star Camp just know that there's a lot of girls out there growing the sport as well. So, yeah, a, a few more teams would be awesome. I mean, one thing that we've seen as well in New Zealand this year, and I, I know we're going to see it again in 2023, we've seen this big boost to the profile of women's sport, both in the media uh, landscape, but also people just talking about it on the street, which is so cool to see. You know, you had the white ferns with cricket, the black ferns with rugby, and in 2023 you got the football ferns with the FIFA World Cup coming here. What I mean, it's, it's probably a bit of a curly question, but realistically, what do you think is holding women's ice hockey back from being a bigger sport here in New Zealand? Well, I think um, ice hockey just in general is not the biggest sport in New Zealand. So um, just getting more accessibility for players to get to ice rinks would be cool. Uh, make, yeah, making it more accessible. So the, the likes of Wellington that have made that rink and have girls going to trainings and games, that's really cool. Um, yeah, just putting the word out there and letting people give it a go. I mean, it's a hard one because it is limited to where the facilities are. Um, But, yeah, seeing the Black Ferns do their thing was so cool for women's sport. I mean, it was breathtaking watching that final game and seeing the crowd there and the atmosphere. I'm sure they've been working towards that for a long time as well, and they obviously made it happen, so... Yeah, if we can increase the profile in New Zealand, I mean, we'd have to perform on the world stage as well to get a little bit more um, people turning their heads towards us. So, yeah, winning winning gold at this tournament would be great and moving up a division to get more uh, eyes on what we're doing on the world stage. Well, win or lose, Ange, it's just great to see your name back in the Ice Fern squad. Do yourself proud, go for gold, and just have the time of your life out there uh, the WHF World Champs in Cape Town in February. All the best. I can't wait to see it. Thank you so much, Logan. I appreciate it.